What's up, folks? Thank y'all for tuning into the Josh Terry Podcast. Uh, we're in Nashville. Uh, I'm very excited about this show today. I don't get excited a lot. But uh, one of the guys that I absolutely adore in country music is my next tattoo that I'm getting, actually, is Johnny Paycheck. And I've got his son, John Paycheck, with me today. Uh, you're probably going to have to pull that mic. Like, I'll get it. up on it here. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Uh, thank you for coming, man, and hanging out. This is really cool for me and the boys. Yeah, man. I'm just glad to be here. Man. Hanging out in Nashville. Heck, yeah. What, uh, what, uh, what, what did you come to town for in the first place? Well, uh, my buddy, uh, Peanut, he's the driver for uh, uh, Gene Watson. He was like, hey, man, we're going to be in Nashville, going to be on the Opry. Why don't you come out and hang out? I was like, sure, man, I'll come out. I'd love, I'd love to. And it had been a while. been a while since uh, I'd been back uh, backstage and everything with the Opry. And I was like, man, kind of like to see you know, how they've changed it. It's been a while when I say that because it was uh, the flood where they ended up gutting everything out of the back and everything, yeah. and putting in all new dressing rooms and stuff. So uh, it was kind of cool to see it. It's like, I got like a museum now, man. It's, it's, it's really cool back there. And uh, yeah, I was just going back, kind of reliving memories and hey, that's the dressing room, last dressing room I was in with dad and everything. And yeah, man, it was cool. And I love Jean Watson. Oh, dude. Man. Uh, what is it, Change Her Mind? Yep. Man, <laughs> yeah, that's a good song. shit. <laughs> Dude, I first time I heard that, there's a guy that's playing the show today at Live Oak Forest, his name's Blaine okay. Bunning. I had never heard it until we were at an Airbnb one night. It's about 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, and we probably are up to no good. <laughs> no. And everybody's just sitting around playing, like, their favorite all-time songs. Yeah. And he plays Change Her Mind. And I was just like, how the hell? It's like, I got a new all-time How have I ever never heard And then I had to look every rest of his stuff up, like Farewell Party and all oh, that yeah. stuff. Man, shit, let's yeah, go. Man. Yes, sir. Man, he is, he's one of the originals. And uh, man, <laughs> hanging around, I was telling him last night, I was like, it's just hanging around all them. It reminds me of dad, too, the yeah. way Gene is. Just his mannerisms and how they do things at that age and yeah. where they're at in life. And uh, man, it's so similar. Start start choking me up a little bit. I'm just like, I did, you're making me emotionless mm. thinking about it. Nah, well, it, it just is what it is. But, uh, and then Gene, man, the guy. I don't know how it is. You know, he's almost 80 years old. I thought he was older than that. Nah, he's almost how old, 80. How old would your dad have been? He's born in 38, so now you're going to make me do math in public. I don't, I don't know. want to do that. But fucking uh, a lot. <laughs> yeah, so what, he'd be creeping up, you know, late. What, late? Yeah, there for yeah, okay. yeah. So they're Yeah, look at you. You graduated. Look there you that. go. But, uh, yeah, man, so, uh, no, nah, it was just a good night, man, hanging out, and then we went over to Music City and uh, Bar and Grill there and just hanging out, listening to music, and drinking. That's about it. I love that place. Yeah. We, we were there Monday night. It's I know that, like, uh, I'm not Where knocking the rest of the bars in Nashville, but it's, like, good to go to a country bar and hear country music. Yep. Like, you would figure that it'd be that way everywhere you went. Mm-hmm. It's not like that shit. And over there, it just seems like they got that nostalgic. Oh, but yeah. when you walk in, it's the only place that actually has... Was it? It's got Whitley on the wall. George. Rodney's uh, got all his favorites. Up on yeah, the wall. man. Vern Gosman. Vern. Yeah. Right wall, well, the owner. Vern is. Uh, Rodney, the owner. He he uh, he knew Vern. I mean, really, really well, well, and just adored adored that man. And uh, yeah, that that place has got that place has got a lot of special memories too. Yeah. Man, there's a cool photo circling around the uh, internet. Um, 
It's uh, Little Jimmy Dickens, mm-hmm. and he's standing by a bar stool, and it's got all in rhinestones of Little Jimmy Dickens. It's from Music City because no he shit. used to go, yeah, he, in between uh, you know uh, doing their stuff at the Opry, he he cruise on over, sit there, have a few, head back. You know what I mean? That was also old school the way they used to do things. Uh, now, now I think you, it's not in your contract. You're not allowed to do it. It's just a way a lot of these new music groups and stuff are. Yeah. You know. Um, but now, man, he, he'd head on over there, have a few, head on back. That bar stool, I don't know where it's at, because it's not there now. I need to ask Rodney about that. But, uh, yeah, I've seen that. I've cool, seen that man. picture. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That well, place is great. Back in the day, how, how long were you, I guess, on the road or whatever with your mm-hmm. dad before? It? So, first off, it was my summer job every every year. Because um, you've been you've been in the military. For a long time, like you're retiring from the I'm military, right? I'm 19 years coming up on, yeah, coming okay. up on 20. So okay. yeah, um, I went in late to the military. Thank you very much for your service, oh, brother. By yeah, the way, appreciate it. It's the job. Um, but uh, yeah, went in after uh, after 9/11 because that pretty much solidified it for me. I was yeah. like, nah, we're gonna we're gonna go do something here. Um, I became a firefighter before that. Anyway, that's going back to dad. Um, yeah, I, every summer. I was always on the road with dad, working with him. Um, and then. Uh, it's like a teenager? Yeah, oh yeah, as a teenager. Oh, I bet it was wild. <laughs> it was. Oh, had, shit. Had good times. Dad, well, it, it was wild to the extent of as much as I would be wild because yeah. dad was already out. That was after prison. Oh, okay. So, yeah, dad was on the straight and narrow, everything else. Um, That's what I was trying to figure out. It's like his wild days coordinated with yours, but mm-hmm. it, he, he would have been over that mm-hmm. by then. No, I, I, I remember stuff from when, you know, elementary school and junior high, yeah. you know, and all that kind of jazz where it was, it was, the house was in turmoil quite a bit. Um, see, it's a different perspective from, from the family's point of view. Oh, right? I'm, Georgette totally said the same thing. Yeah. When it's your family, it looks cool as hell to everybody else. And I've never thought of that before until she said it to me. Yeah. And I was like, shit, I do idolize George for all the crazy shit he did yep. and Johnny for all the crazy shit he did. Yep. But the kids, man. Yeah, man. Like so, growing up, and it's got to be so fucking much yeah, different. Yeah, it's living with a drug addict and alcoholic. Yeah, that's what it is, you know. And of course, we look at that, and now we're like, oh, shit, that's not a good thing. No. It's like, well, no, but it. I've had these discussions many times with. Uh, I mentioned Jay Andrews, um, steel player, working my dad, and we're, we're real good friends. I've had these discussions with him quite a bit, where it's about. Man, I wish Dad would have done this, and I wish he would have done that. I wish he wouldn't have done this. You know, his life would have been so much better. He'd have made, you know, more money and so on and so forth, and he'd have been taken care of. And the reality is, and Jay put it pretty poetically, he's like, "Would we have loved Johnny Paycheck if he wasn't who Johnny Paycheck was?" And I'm like, "Well, I get it. I guess I get it. So it is what it is. That's where we're at." And. Uh, Everybody loves Johnny Paycheck for for a lot of the wild stuff he did, man. It just is what it is. Well, well, where we're from, well, I'm the only one from that area. There's a thing that's like a staple, the classic country jukebox. I used to work for this radio station. Mm -hmm. But on Saturday nights at 9 o'clock, you're you're close enough to listen to it, at 9 o'clock every Saturday night for the past 20-something years, they play old violin. Oh, man. It's like, it's a staple, but I think he or anybody else wouldn't have been able to write anything like that if they wouldn't have lived mm-hmm. that lifestyle. Yeah. I, I think it, I think that had to come hand in hand. No, most certainly. I mean, when he wrote that song, <laughs> when he finished it, oh, little story on that one. When he finished it, um, he came in and woke my mom up. I woke up. But he woke mom up, and he was like, you got to hear this. And he played it for her. And she's crying. And she woke her, he woke her up early. And mom was not an early riser. Yeah. And uh, he was, she was just like, all she could say at the end of it was like, what do you want to eat? I'll go cook it right now. What, what do you want? <laughs> what, what, <laughs> you know, it's just, and he, you know, I mean, it was just such a, it, such, and it still is such a killer song. And nobody else, I don't care who it is. And I've heard, a lot of people try to sing it. Nobody can sing that song like him. It's no. just, it was his song. People have asked me to sing it. I've sang it once or twice, but it's hard for me because 
that is my dad. Yeah. And that was the funeral song for dad and everything else. So, I mean, it's, there's a lot of emotion yeah. to that one. But, man, it's a, just a killer song about just being a musician that's gone through everything like that. And then how do you hang it up when you know it's, it's kind of over and you're, you're kind of over, right? So, yeah, man, it's, it's killer. Man, that is an all-time, like, that is top ten all-time songs ever. Yeah. Yeah, and I just, to know that that's your family, that's your dad, yep. that's got to be insane. Oh, right? it is. It's 100%. It's, it, well, I say that. It is and it isn't because, you know, here's a good thing that people do to me a lot. It's like, what's it like being Johnny Paycheck's son? I'm like, do you, what do you mean what's it like I, I don't know I'm just I, I am I, how am I supposed to answer that it's like he was my dad I, would, I don't know any other anything different yeah. you know I don't know what's it what's it like being you yeah it's like well I don't know it sucks sometimes it's good others what do you mean what do you mean what's it like so and, and I know what they mean and what they want to hear sometimes I toy with people just me me and me but it, it, yeah it's it was a different ride, and the more I look back at it now, too, as I as I become older, it's uh, it's like man, yeah, there there, were, there was a lot of shit that was really different compared to a lot of other people, especially yeah. my age. You know, we were talking about grew it. up on tour buses. We were talking <laughs> about the shit that we have normalized because of our home lives mm -hmm. to where when you go around, I grew up in a rough house, like mm -hmm. I grew up poor house or whatever, like. When I would go to my friend's house, like their mom and daddy wasn't fussing or fighting, or dad, their dad didn't have a beer in their hand at 12 o'clock in the afternoon on yep. a Monday, he'd be like, oh, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> like, these people would get along? Is like something wrong? What, what's going on? Yeah, like, it is so, it just blew my mind that that's what we normalize. But, I mean, you get used to your, whatever it is, so it's just not yep. that impressive anymore, or it's not, it's like, this is my life. It just is what it is, yeah. Yeah. Now, um, yeah. I love it when people are like, oh, you know, and that, and there are some of the kids who were more fortunate yeah. than our family, um, and some of us that weren't as fortunate. Mm -hmm. So, um, like, people will, will ask questions like, man, I bet, you know, there's two extents, two extremes that they always do with me. It's like, bet you're so wealthy, or, man, I know your dad, dad your dad died with no money, and I'm like. Well, that's not true, and this isn't true either. Yeah, I'm like, it's not how it was, and it was a roller coaster ride, because yes, we all know who Johnny Paycheck was to, yeah. a, to a degree. A lot of people don't know who he was off a of stage, but yeah, it, it wasn't. It was it was feast or famine. It yeah. was always feast or famine with him because he would just make these interesting decisions and and roll with it, and it would be like, hey, I'm gonna sell all the rights to this and get that money for now to be able to do this. He had a plan, and plans weren't wrong. They just didn't sometimes worked and sometimes it didn't. So yeah, we would, uh, it, was, it was most rough when we were, when he was in prison. Yeah. That was, that was uh, not an awesome time, but not a terrible time either. Hell, that's when I learned to do a lot of my hunting and fishing. Yeah. That's when I did a lot of that because, hey, I didn't, we didn't have no money to do nothing else. So there, there was that, you know, I mean, uh, and then there were times where it was, we were just high on the hog. Yeah. Had, you know, whatever you could want yeah, yeah, as a kid and then lose it like that because we'd move. Remember, I was mentioning that. We yeah. moved around quite a bit. We left stuff behind, you know, or stuff got stolen or, or whatever. But it was, it was a weird childhood, really, when I look back at it. And I look at how I raised my – I got three girls. Yeah. And how I raised them, I'm like, man, I've really tried to smooth it out for you guys. Dude, I, I say all that shit compared every, to me. I tell my kid every day. I tell Gracie every single the name of my studio and everything is Raising Grace Studios. Okay. And it says Raising Grace, but it's also somewhere between Raising Hell and Amazing Grace. Yeah, okay. So, like, I tell her every day, she's like, you little shit. You don't realize how lucky you've got it. Or how hard you've worked yeah. to get where you're at. Yeah, like, you, you are, you're a spoiled little shit. Yep. Like, you better. I remember one time, like, she didn't like bologna. We were talking about bologna a while ago because we want to go to Roberts and get one of those damn sandwiches later. Yes, sir. <laughs> so good. But I was, I made her eat a bologna sandwich one time. And it's like, she's like, I'm not eating that. That's poor meat. And, and like, and my daughter, oh, yeah. I was like, bitch, I don't know who you think you are. You will eat bologna. He's like, there is a mistake. Yeah, right she, now. And, yeah. That ain't me. The thing is, she's got the same personality as I do. 
So every time her little smart ass says something, it's like, I get it, but I want to punch you in the <laughs> face still. I like, understand. But the second she bit into the bologna dough, she's like, okay, this shit's good. Like, yeah. this is good. But yeah, this, I can only imagine having to be on the move all the time. How crazy. Did it? Did yeah. any of that get you into wanting to be a, a musician? I know. No. When, so how did that come not. about? <laughs> did it deter you from wanting to be a musician then? It did, uh, to a degree. Uh, what really deterred me was mom and dad. Yeah. Because uh, I had uh, I first treaded the waters a little bit with, with music, and I was like, man, I think I want to do that. And dad was like, absolutely. He's like, this business is so terrible. He's like, do it for fun. He's like, if you really want to, sure, come along. But yeah, and then mama was like, absolutely not. You're not going to do this. Yeah. And I'm a kid, so I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm not going to do that. I was like, what about sound engineer? And they were like, ah, sound engineers, blah, 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 blah. I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm not doing that. What the hell, man? So uh, uh, I ended up kind of breaking even with them. I was like, I'm still going to school for music. I'm going to go to school for music. And uh, what happened with that was I just got burnt out because I practicing all the time and never having as much fun as I, I know it could be because I was getting ready for like auditioning for colleges and all that. And I got into a couple colleges in Ohio and everything and was like, yeah, I think maybe this is what I want to do. And then I just, like I said, burned out. And then I went to school for computers. <laughs> went to school for computer engineering. And uh, did that. Uh, dropped out to be able to go work with Dad on the road. Mm -hmm. And because um, Dad was getting getting up in years. He was having a hard time carrying oxygen tanks and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, I need to take care of Dad. So I went out there and did that. And then, um, yeah, one thing led to another. And I'd play here or there. And just for fun and kept up with it and yeah, just ended up that like, it was COVID. No, it wasn't COVID, it was just before COVID. Uh, we had decided, uh, so you know, I think I think, I'm gonna, I think I wanna do this in my retirement. Yeah. I think I'm gonna get out of the army. It's like, I'm gonna go back to doing this. Because okay. mom, really mom, mom is the one to stop me. Yeah. Um, because she just didn't wanna see me go through everything dad went through. Yeah. Um, Mom has a whole lot of hate for, for Nashville. I bet. So, Shit. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I was like, well, we'll check it out. And I, I get, brought her that first album that I did. And uh, she's like, man, that's really good. That I said the other. I'm glad you're doing this. And I was like, well, shit. What do you mean? I'm, I'm, how, now you're glad I'm doing this? What the heck, man? I was like, I could have been doing this the whole time. And she's like, well, yeah, you know. And I was like, all right, whatever. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it, it, it just kind So of, you've kind only of been pushing it. the music thing now for, what, three years? Yeah, we uh, played a few gigs uh, just as COVID was hitting. We were starting to get ramped up to do it. And then um, COVID, of course, screwed everything up. And, uh, yeah, yeah, this is... I guess the, now that you're retiring, though, you're going to really go balls to the wall with it? Yes. So I have... Uh, <laughs> I've got two jobs really yeah. I've got my I'm in the reserve side now for the military and then I work for uh, a government DOD agency uh, in DC full time which I'm done with that October 6th and then, are aliens real say again I said are aliens real then uh, maybe I don't know man come on <laughs> if you're in DC and you're working around military shit you know of aliens real. I don't know man I, I've heard a lot of stories I don't know <laughs> okay, back, back to your stuff, back to your stuff. I just, I, yeah, yeah. I, I like aliens. So, that, there was a whole, there was a whole, uh, Congress stood up a whole funding, budget yeah. funding to figure out what some of the objects are. I think it's because they can't hide it no more. I personally think it's because uh, somebody else is messing with us and trying to make us divert dollars towards that. Just like we did with, like, uh, during the Cold War with, uh, yeah. with, with missiles. That's what I, be I believe. I don't know. It, it's my Did you just I know, see, that takes away I think you just gave us inside information. That, that takes, no, not at all. <laughs> that, takes, that takes away a lot of the fun of it, though. So, I don't know. But there's some weird stuff, man. There's some I weird want stuff. there to be little green men so fucking. Yeah, there's a lot of weird <laughs> stuff. You, you see it out on the internet, man. I don't know. There's a lot of weird stuff. I just stuff. want it because I want to make all the people from this, just all these uppity-ass people mm -hmm. that have always been like, we're the only life. <laughs> like, there's nothing out there more than us or whatever. I just want to be like, I gotcha, can't, bitch. I just can't. Like, that's... Yeah, that can't be because it just there's there's freaking universes how how huge man. Dude, the the thing that Netflix has put out the where they spent sent um what is it? It's a satellite, but it's got so, something on it. It's a telescope. A Voyager. 
It's Voyager 2 that's out there. I, right I can't now. remember that's what it is. Enough. But it's like, it's the first one that does infrared readings of, oh, okay. of space yeah. or whatever. And yeah. it is insane. It is. And then when they explain <laughs> to you, they're like, it's 250 million light years away or some shit. And I'm seeing a picture of it. Like, it's literally, that's the past. That's history. It's, and you can't even, you just can't even you fathom, can't fathom it, really. It. Yeah. It's fucking insane. No, my brain's too small for that. But it's, it, it's not, it could be, who knows, right? There's got to be something else out there. Yeah. If we're the only thing, and, and they're listening to Johnny Paycheck somewhere else, they're seeing videos of your dad, and they're like, "We're, we're going, going to Earth. out, probably." Yeah, we're going to Earth. We're partying with those guys. It might be. But wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah, aliens. It would make sense. With, come here with cowboy hats on. They're like, "We, we want to see your culture." Yeah. Like, oh, you can see plenty of aliens in downtown <laughs> Nashville right now. You can see a lot of them down there right now. They're probably there. <laughs> they're there already. See a lot of aliens in cowboy hats. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying. Oh, shit. There's a lot of them to look. Everybody. <laughs> this but show's yeah. not about that. Yeah. We've gone, I don't know where we're at. Now. Oh, we always get weird. <laughs> now, they, I was, they always go there. Do, um, so, like, w- one of the things that I, was, I wanted to ask you about is when I did a show with uh, Keith's son, Keith Whitley's son. Okay. Jesse. Yeah. Hello, Jesse. He was telling me about, like, they had home videos and all, other stuff or whatever and stuff that, Nobody's ever heard or anything like that. It's just for the family. Yep. Like, they'll never release anything like that. It's just it's special things. Do y'all have that kind of stuff with? I have boxes and stuff. Really? Yeah. Now, not, um, there's not a lot of like vaulted music or anything like that, but like family stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We got, I've got books full of pictures and stuff. Some of it I've debated. Um, here in the next year, I've debated putting out a book about dad yeah just his life story problem is i don't know how many people are going to really be happy with it because it again it takes away some of the folklore yeah i think i think I don't know. though after the tales from the tour bus thing i think you probably do need to counteract set it, it a little it, straight yeah. yeah to set the the record straight yeah a little bit uh, yeah make the arrow a little little straighter well um, I, it kind of blew me away when like Georgette was telling me this how wrong they did George. Oh yeah. And you said the same thing. Oh, oh yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Adam's boys just made up stuff. And then when uh, people here in Nashville that they had talked to were like, no, we we can give you legit stories on yeah. on Johnny. You know, we worked with him, this that, and the other. And uh, they, they weren't interested. They they wanted to sensationalize it and make it whatever they made it into. So Well I think that's how a lot of people as sad as it is, especially the younger generation. I think that's what they know of your dad. Now. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. They know the character, the caricature, the character, um, and it's hard to combat that because, I mean, people dig that. Yeah, they, they do. Um, if if dad was more like a, you know, Gene Autry, I, I don't know how. I don't know a Gene Autry would be, story. Would be but I can tell you ten Johnny Paycheck ones. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no? and yeah, it's just just is what it is. But it would be nice to put. Story out there uh, to show you know where where he came up from and what his life was like. Granted, there is a lot <laughs> to it that it just was dad. I mean, yeah. running away from home so often, you know, getting how he was kicked out of the friggin' navy, you know, and all that stuff. Yeah, kicked mean, out of the navy. Oh yeah, yeah. He was not in the navy very long. He uh, <laughs> he did not do well, obviously with. That's what I was just going to ask you. It doesn't seem like he's the guy to take orders. Yeah, not not as not as well. And uh, he he struck an officer. Um, I am an officer in the army, so it's like really, really dead. But yeah, he struck an officer who was you know telling him what he needed to do, and he wasn't digging it. And when he hit him, uh, the way the way I remember the story was he hit him and he fell over the deck of the ship. Mm -hmm. So he thought, oh crap, I've done killed this guy. There's netting all the way around him. Oh, yeah. So he was fine. But, you know, angry as piss and vinegar, I'm sure. And, uh, yeah, they ended up throwing him in the brig, and he escaped like two or three times. And the Navy was finally at the end of it. so cool to me. (laughs) (laughs) The Navy at the end of it was finally just like, you know what, just don't come back. Here's your your discharge. So he's got a dishonorable discharge. I got his discharge papers somewhere. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, he was dishonorably discharged because of that. So, I mean, it's not like it was, like, especially, like, well, I don't want to get into that, but it's not like it was that bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Really, when you really look at it, it was yeah. like, man, he just screamed, he knocked that guy on his ass, and then he just didn't want to stay put. So, you know, yeah. But they, you get a, you earn yourself a dishonorable for that, and that's just so you won't get.
get your retirement or anything like Dang that. Dang. So, <laughs> how long was he in? He was only in for like, man, I, I want to say it was like a year or two. Oh. Uh, maybe a year. Not, not very long, right? Yeah. So yeah, and he re- he was up in uh, up on the lakes, up on the Great Lakes, up there. Who was like for for you coming up? Who was like the people that you were just in awe that you were around because of your dad? <laughs> was there any of those? So like- I wasn't in awe of any of the greats. Yeah. Which is crazy because they were all just people to me, right? And they were, uh, you know, I, I was uh, oh, a good example. When, we, when I was in um, junior high, I think it was junior high, we went to, uh, uh, it was up by Kings Island in Ohio, and the highwaymen were playing. And uh, Dad was on the road. Mom was like, I'm going to go see, you know, Willie and them and, and hang out. And, and Dad was like, all right, cool, I'll call over. That's always how it was back then. And... Uh, me and my buddy, my buddy Scott, who was actually my co-writer, Scott Gabby, um, he's like, man, they're going to King's Island. That's, the, that's what entered our heads. We were like, rides at a theme park, not Johnny Cash, Chris Christopherson, you know, Willie. You know, it's like that didn't, in Wayland, that didn't enter our minds. Like, oh, that's really, that's what's really cool. No, I was like, man, we're going to go ride rides. So we went, we went and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing the thing like a kid would do. You know, it's like my mom's, you know, you know, hey, you know, say hi to Mr. You know, Jennings. I'm like, hey, Mr. Jennings. You know, and that's, that's how it was. It was your neighbor's friends. Yeah. You know, and then I was like, you know, bugging her. You know, she's wanting to stay and talk and bullshit with them. And, and my buddy Scott are like, can we go? Man, I don't, I don't want to stay around all these old people. And off we went. Now I look back and I'm like, stupid. Why didn't I sit there and absorb that? And, and learn and everything else. I just, it was just the way it was. So growing up, like my, when I really started looking at music more, it's getting people, it's, it's more like people that <laughs> some may not find, you know, that interesting, yeah. which I liked, you know, Clint Black and oh, yeah. George Strait. And uh, dad, dad was not a huge fan of him because he was a good looking guy. All the women liked him. And he was like, ah, that's the only reason they like him. <laughs> <laughs> I, think that, I think that was more... More a little bit of jealousy because George was, George Strait was doing really good at the time. But anyway, uh, with, with his hits. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, it was people like that. And then the older I've gotten, I've gone back and I've been like, man, Jesus, Waylon really had a lot of, you know, a lot of interesting things that he did musically. Yeah. Like, man, you know, I wish I would have paid attention more. But I didn't. And then dad, too. Man, I, I took about like three years just researching my dad as a musician and not as dad. Mm-hmm. Um, or this person I was angry at as a kid, um, but uh, oh, man, it's just—it's insane it, what he's—it's—it's it's hard to understand how he did some of the things he did with his voice, um, and then just the magic he could create in a room when he would sing anything. It didn't matter what it was; it just did not matter. Um, he could sing "Mary Had a Little Lamb," and you would just be in awe of him. Mm-hmm. Other musicians. You know, back in the 60s, when he came to town, and he was, uh, he was a session guy, right? So he would go, and he would do backup vocals. He'd play whatever instrument he could, you know, muster up at the time. Um, and uh, it mainly, like, he'd play bass, guitar, and guitar, and stuff like that. He wasn't a great guitar player. Um, but it, he, he, could, he could sing like nobody's business, and he could match harmonies. He could mimic, I mean, like a mockingbird, man. He could mimic how another artist sound and, and and then do their harmony so everybody when he was when he was in town they, everybody would get angry because they're like man paycheck just leave and go on the road for a little while so we can get some work you know <laughs> in, in the studios right because uh session a lot of session gigs were were part-time for that, that he, and then playing on the road was the other thing didn't he go out with george for a while like oh uh, yeah what didn't he play something he for george's boy. band he was a cherokee cowboy for ray yeah. price he was a jones boy for george um, and yeah, yeah, he, uh, him and George were really pretty longtime friends. Um, I mean, yeah, I've been around George Jones a lot when yeah. I was a kid and, uh, <laughs> another slow talking grandpa, but, uh, he, <laughs> I know all these slow talking Southern people. Um, but, uh, <laughs> anyway, George was doing pretty good at the time. He was doing real good at the time, actually. And dad was, ended up being his bass player. And uh, the only problem with that whole situation was, one, they were kind of alike on certain things, and, and uh, 
dad was a ham when it came. Man, there's a really good video out there on the internet where George and dad are singing and he's his lead man on the bass and he'll lean in to that camera and he's smiling real big. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> this ham, man. But you could just tell he was oozing stage presence. Yeah. He wasn't a straight man like the rest of everybody in the band, which nothing wrong with that. Everybody got their place in the parade, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, he, uh, he was just, just oozing friggin you know showmanship and uh just eating it up and george george is pretty straight laced you know um back then and then he he got more he got more uh presence i'd say but yeah no good story about where uh which this one gets told quite a bit but where uh they were coming back from a gig and dad and george were fussing and fighting about something in in this they're driving like a station. I wagon. bet they argued like hell when they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know there was a couple times at least, <laughs> but uh, they uh, pull. It, Dad's, you know, he's like finally had enough of his, his shit. I think it was after a night where George had left him out on stage. It wouldn't come out. He's over on the side just messing with him, <laughs> and these people are about there to eat him up. And Dad's just like keeping it going, keeping it yeah. going. And he's like, "Fucker, get out of here!" And he's toying with him, right? But <laughs> who knows how that started. Anyway, so they're in the in that in that, that station wagon heading down the road, middle of the night, and he pulls over, he's like, Fine, let's do it. They're ready to fight. Dad was not a bad fighter. He jumps out and <laughs> George just slams the door, pulls off. <laughs> leaves him in the middle of friggin' nowhere. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and he, he eventually caught up with him. But yeah, that's I mean that that's the kind of BS that you know, used to go on. It, yeah. was, it was, it was, I mean, and camaraderie was built on that, man. Oh, we fucked with each other. Our, our group, <laughs> we are rough on one another. You would think we hated each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it builds you care. I mean, that's, a, that's how I think building. we all express that we love each other. It's is true, giving man. each other shit. It's, it's just like in the service or anywhere else, man. Yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah, no, George and him were really good friends. And yeah. Was there any, was there anybody that when you saw your dad around, you were like, fuck, like this is going to be a rough couple days. <clears throat> well, uh, the only person I can really think of that, it, it wasn't, dad was always the kind of person that was, everybody got along with him, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part, and um, he, he he was likable, he was a likable yeah. guy, right? <clears throat> so, oh man, um, man, I don't, I don't know, I mean, when he was Back in the, back when before I was out on the road and all that kind of stuff, yeah. when I was just a kid. I mean, yeah, there would be people that would key him up, yeah. and he'd be he'd be you know coked up or whatever, and that was not the time to do that because he'd be he'd be ready to throw down. Um, but I, I honestly, I, I just didn't know. Like, I can't really think of somebody. Other, I just can't. Other than now, uh, I don't know if I say it, but I will. You can. Um, David Allen Coe. Yeah, I got I got your dad and Co yeah. and George on right now. Every once in a while, like they got along, and uh, but I think it was just there was just too much on both both of their parts, too yeah. much ego in the room, um, and yeah, that that would key him up a little bit every once in a while. Especially, well, here's the, and this is a thing. It's like this is a business thing too. Yeah, showing up to a show unannounced. A lot of people don't like that because they got a rhythm to how their show goes, and this yeah. is what I'm doing, and like you just want to come up on stage and sing and stuff like that. That can that can that can make somebody a little bit of a red ass. Right? I've seen it. So I, I've yeah. seen that a lot. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It, there might maybe that, but no, not for the most part. Even, even David and Dad got along pretty well too. So. He, David is like, is one of my dream shows, mm-hmm. and he's not far from where I'm at. But I want to do it with him to where we're just sitting there. And he's completely comfortable. I've been around him before. Yeah. He's not the nicest person <laughs> at all. He can be a little harsh. Yeah, like. <laughs> And I, but I like that he's just blunt yeah. the way he is or whatever. Yep. I don't know if you ever seen the interview with him that's out there. I will show it to all y'all if you hadn't. <laughs> where David Allen Coe is like, if he would have said this shit this day and age, I would have never. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, but he's just like, you got to, if she ain't going to act right, you make her act right. And the, and the lady interviewing him was like, what do you mean by that, David? He's like, she don't do what she told. I'm going to knock the shit out of her. Yep. Like, God damn, David. Yeah, oh yeah. Like. Well, and but the thing is, that's that's part of the problem, though, because, yeah. man, it's hard to make a living when you start alienating people. And, and, yeah. you, and they know when you show up, it's like, it's going to be a circus. It's going to be hard to deal with. It's like, am I, 
is is the money I'm going to make off the bar tonight really worth this? You know, because then I got to repair the bar. The, you know, so I mean, there's a little bit of that. It makes you, it hard. You seem, and I mean this with respect, like straight laced. Like you, like you're you're, yeah. you're a pretty like even keel person. When yeah. you are trying to play a show or talk to somebody about doing, do they expect yeah, you? Everybody to, I've they, killed has been Taliban, so we're we're good. Okay, good. Do they? <laughs> <laughs> do do the people when they're booking you or reaching out to you? Do they expect you to be like your dad? Oh boy, yeah. Um, oh boy, that's a touchy one. Man, you you throwing that out? Uh, well, yes. I mean, it just <laughs> not a touchy one for me. But what what I'm what I'm trying to say is, yes, they do expect me to be. Great story. Okay. Yeah, see, he's good. You good? I I, um, I get I get paid for this, bro. <laughs> well, not a great story. It's an all right story, right? So. Goodbye to the story, you know. When, when I started coming back to Nashville, right? Because I had wrote it all off too. After Dad yeah. passed, I was pretty. Mom had influenced it. What year did he pass? 2003. Three. Okay. So uh, Mom had kind of influenced it too. And, and the fact that I just saw how the industry did Dad, and it, I was irritated. And I was like, you know what? Screw all this, man. I don't want to be a part of it. And I was a road manager for Dad too. And I saw a lot of shadiness there too. And I was like, I don't need this shit. So I was like, I'm out. But when I came back, I was like, man, maybe there's a place for me. Maybe not. We'll see. And everybody who had, uh, who, who didn't know me, which was the majority of people, because yeah. I just hadn't been around. Everybody I knew was either passed away yeah. or whatever, right? So uh, the ones that I did start uh, meeting, they were like, man. They get talking with me a little bit, and they're like, you're not at all what we thought you would be. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? You think it'd be a Blackhawk pilot? And uh, I'm like, well, no. We, man, just you're Johnny Paycheck's kid. We figured you'd just yeah. be a train wreck. I'm like, well, fair enough. I'm not, but appreciate it thanks for the vote of confidence but you know what i mean it's like oh, no, I, 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 I completely get expect. it yeah and i mean i can't knock them for that but it makes it hard it makes it real hard when you go hey john paycheck you know johnny paycheck's son um we're looking at booking gigs this that, and the other and i'm like yeah we've dealt with other entertainers kids or we've this or you're johnny paycheck's kid that kind of stuff yeah and it's like yeah well how about Let's just give me a shot here, and yeah. we'll check it out and see what you think. And I haven't disappointed anybody yet. Yeah. Yet, I'm sure I'll disappoint somebody. That's just the way the world is. But no, man, it's like, yeah, I didn't. I saw how all that stuff affected my household when I was yeah. a kid, and I was like, you know, I'm not, I'm not interested in that. I don't want to live like that. So I now, got a lot of respect for that. That's how I had a hard yeah. time a little bit with with alcohol here and there because of the military and. Just some of the stuff in firefighting too, with how we, how we bond, and then how we uh, uh, deal with things sometimes. But yeah, and nothing. Never had to go to AA or nothing like that. Just take care of myself. I probably should have a couple times. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, but no, that's cool. I'm nothing glad. Wrong with I'm that glad. Either. I'm glad that you're different. I'm glad like there was already one him. Now be one you. Yeah. You know. And I'm. But I. And I'm not like. Don't get me wrong. I ain't a saint. And I'm. Yeah. And I'm not like you know. Yeah, we don't drink or do drugs around. No, here. not at all. <laughs> so, but yeah, man. Boy, you lie. What? Hey, y'all, I gotta take a piss. Y'all wanna take a break real fast? There we go. All right, we're back. Uh, so, what do you got coming up then? Like, are you where are you doing some shows at? And you know, where can people find you right now? Well, right now, it's it, it, at this very moment, it's all in the in the ethers. It's in the in the uh, in the internet. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, we've got first album out, getting ready to release the next one um, here in the fall. So we'll have we'll have songs coming out every month for you know about a year, I guess, or however we're gonna do it. And then um, and then the CDs are for sale and all that kind of stuff too for those who buy CDs. By the way, because of the name, it seems like I got a more uh, senior crowd. That yeah, a lot of what I do too. Um, and it might go with the sound too, maybe I don't know. But yeah, so people buy CDs. Yeah, which kind of baffled me at first. I was just like, people are still buying CDs. Okay, well, fair enough. We'll make some up. So, and they're good for, like like today, you know. Yeah. Like, hey, man, here, here's a CD coming in. I know there'll be so many of you. Fuck, I more. <laughs> um, uh, I'm outnumbered. Um, but yeah, no, uh, touring is going to happen in 2024. Okay. Um, like I said, we kind of lost our, our rhythm with, uh, with COVID and then 
got a day job and everything else, but day job, getting rid of it and uh, going just straight to trying to see what we can do, see, see if people are interested in what they like, and I think they will be. We got a pretty good show put together, and uh, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people, for. I think a lot of like the authentic country music fans will be interested in it. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll want to know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because of the name to start off with, but hopefully that's what draws people in, then yeah. they get to know you and like your stuff. Yeah, it's a mixture of, I would say it's a mixture of like the, the Ned Ledoux crowd, and then a mixture of the Appalachian crowd and in the honky tonks. It's yeah. like all that. There's something that appeals to each one. It seems like with what I do. Yeah. And um, yeah, people seem people seem to seem to like it. You know, it's, it's kind of one of those things. <laughs> if, if any musician that tells you, any singer artist that tells you, oh no, I I know why my fans like me. It's like you're a liar. No. There's no way, <laughs> man. You have no idea why people like you. It's like they like you for you. But you don't really know. It's like, well, hell, I'll guarantee you. If I asked you, it's like, why do people like you? You'd be like, oh, I don't know. I, mean, Here, I guess hey, I'm a nice guy. I would have to find we one don't. Do it first. Yeah, we don't <laughs> fucking like him. Sometimes, yeah. you gotta a, sometimes you gotta look through a big Rolodex, but yeah. you know, we love him. Yeah, there you go. Oh, see, there you yeah, go. I'm not an easy, easy person to like, but I'm an easy person to love. Well, there, that's that's fair enough. But uh, but you know what I mean? It's like, you don't really know, and you don't know when you put music out. If who's gonna like it and if if they're gonna like it and why, Dad in a million. We're going back to Dad for a second, but Dad for a million years, he loved. Um, he liked someone to get my love to that song. He liked. Uh, man, there's a handful of songs that he really liked, right? Yeah. Uh, Waltz of the Angels, another good one, but like those songs, didn't climb like Shove It. Yeah. And Shove It was simple. It really is a simple song, and he's just like. Idea. I mean, it hit at the right time, the right thing. And That's my grateful least, for it. That's probably like my least favorite of, of his yes, songs. Yes, man, he's got a huge and amazing yeah. catalog that people don't. It seems like a lot of people don't dive into, and they just don't know what's there. Maybe I don't know. Dude, I'm <clears> telling <throat> you, he's one of those that he was kind of like Willie Nelson to me. Mm-hmm. I didn't appreciate Paychecks catalog until later on in life. Like I'm 35, yep. so probably about 28. 27 when I started really listening yeah, yeah. to what the songs were and not just the song. Yep. Yeah, Paycheck, it don't get no better. Dude, like, he that, has some awesome That song, stuff. when the, my, the good Lord calls me home, everybody's going to cry their ass off at my funeral <laughs> to Outlaw's Prayer. That yeah. might be the only damn thing that gets played during the whole service. I love that song and what it stands for. Yes. You will hear me drunk as shit on a dirt road in South Georgia at four o'clock in the morning, that song is one of the ones you're gonna hear coming out of my truck. It's a good, it is a real good one, man. And he, the way he tells a story, he can sing oh. that song. It's, it's again, it's magic. It's all him, him, magic. And, him and Conway, the only two that can talk through a song and make it sound Ooh, that now good. Conway, that's that's a whole different magic, man. He was, he was. Oh, he, he I ain't talks. knocking dad, but man, I I like the way Conway can tell a story. Oh yeah, yeah. Those yeah. two, are, yeah. Yeah, but but anyway, so yeah, back to my stuff. Um, 2024, we're uh, looking at hitting it pretty hard, probably through uh, starting in uh, June, I think. Um, I'm gonna reserve May mainly to Virginia, where where I'm living now, and we'll get amped up there with the band and get things going again, and head back out until uh, somewhere late in the fall. Because cool. I take I'm, I'm, I, my policy is gonna be to make sure that I take off during the uh, the holiday seasons and everything else because. I, I, I remember being a kid and dad was always on the road. Mm-hmm. May not make it home for the holidays, things like that. Nah, I ain't doing that to my kids. I didn't do it. I've only done it during deployments for the military, and I won't do it any other reason. So, yeah. I, I like that about you. Like, I, I, I grew up in a house to where my, my sister took what my mom and dad did as, a, as an excuse to do it. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be the complete opposite. Yeah. So it made me a much better dad, a much better in a lot of things in life. So I think that's what, like, you, you've took the bad that happened and turned it into, I know not to do this with my kids. And I don't, I don't blame, like, dad yeah. or, or, or mom or any of that stuff for any of the past and, or how they did things because, man, that's just what they knew. Yeah. And then, you know. It was a different world I then, do dude. not agree with the, well, I did my best. Like, when I hear that, yeah. that phrase come out of I don't anybody's like that. mouth, I'm like, that's a, like an old, a parent, and I'm just like, Motherfucker, what do you mean you did your best? Don't start with me. I was like, 
I ain't hearing that. Oh, we both got daddy issues. I'm the same way. <laughs> Man, did my best. I was like, well, okay. Oh, don't right. tell me just because you paid the bills you love me. Dad, well, I'm gonna throw it. Anyway, okay. So, uh, <laughs> that's the truth. Well, you can tell we got some trouble. It just uh, is what it is. But, uh, but no, I mean, uh, no. Nah. And then, uh, like, touring-wise, I'm trying to get more out west. And they seem, they really like all my, like the music out in uh, Texas. So if they like and that's in a Texas, hard one. you'll make it somewhere. Well, it's a hard one too because yeah. you know, uh, if you're not a Texas artist, it, it can be difficult yeah. trying to get gigs in Texas. But I've got a lot of Texas connections, and, and they seem to like it. And we'll probably be playing there quite a bit too. So, you, but if I'm going there, I got to swing through, come back up. So yeah. Do uh, you write a bunch of? I mean, do you pretty much write all your stuff? Yes, um, all my music is written by me or with a co-writer, um, and I only use one co-writer mainly. So. Uh, Scott Gabby, I, I write with him. He's he's an unknown. He's he's just a friend of mine that we've known each other since we were kids. You need to write one with all of us. That'd be so. Write cool. one with y'all, y'all. Yeah, that'd be so cool to write one with you. Well, I'm in. So yeah, we, we can we can try right. it. It will, it will be fun. It's yeah. a fun experience. <laughs> I got. I actually, you know what? I got one that I think will definitely appeal mm-hmm. to you. You know? Oh shit. Oh, well, I think I need you. Man, I didn't think. About this. He might be really good for. Uh, I got a song called Wild Man and Music Row. Okay. That I'm going to put out this this uh, coming up. And it's basically. Remember Teen Wolf? Yeah. Think about. I don't know if I like where this is going. Th- th- <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was in it for a second. There's a werewolf. And I was like, what the fuck did he just call me? There's, there's, there's like a monster werewolf guy stealing beers and, and women on Music Row. I'll do it. Pretty I, much what this song is in a, in a nutshell. I'll do and it. it is it was a it's a ton of fun. And I was like, well, I guess I could be the, the werewolf. And I'm like, huh? I'll, I'll be the werewolf. It might be interesting, or maybe just one of the werewolf buddies in it. I don't know. Hey, y'all got beards. I don't know when you got a beard. No, uh, yeah. yeah, he but, don't yeah. count. Nah, fair enough. He no. can't grow one yet. <laughs> but no, um, he's seventeen. Yeah. Oh, okay. He, yeah, he he can't grow one yet. Well, there we go. That's fair. <laughs> it's coming. It'll it'll happen. Don't worry. He's just going to um, buckle it all up at the bottom so it looks like <laughs> I want to say something so bad, but I ain't going to say it. You Bob, you probably like it. I ain't going to say it. Don't, don't fuck around and find out. You don't want this heat today? You don't want this heat today, boy. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, man. So uh, yeah, no, uh, touring next year. Um, we'll see how it goes. It should be good. And then uh, it's kind of a, this whole thing has been kind of this five-year project but yeah. it's, go, it's gonna go longer than that yeah so yeah we'll just keep doing it until until the wheels fall off i guess that's cool dude i know that we're i know that all of us will look forward to it <gasps> anytime you got something coming out to you you'll have to let me know okay and we can help you with the release stuff on it that's kind of what we do with anybody that runs with us yeah it's yeah. like we got people that's got big social media followings and we mix them with the artists and shit that we do everything with that way it's that's cool yeah yeah, well, man. it's uh, I'm picky about the people that I have on the show, like especially when it comes to country. Are you but, picking me off? Is that what's happening? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It's you call me a fucking werewolf. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm picky about who I have on because I don't like the the bullshit side of country, right? Yeah, yeah, or yeah. just music in general. Oh yeah. So I only put people on that I really think are country. Like, they are the real deal. Like, they're not pieces of shit. They're, they're a good person, put out good music and everything. And so, like, I miss the bus on a lot of people because I just don't want to have them on because of who they are. Okay. Like, if, okay. just because you got a million views on a song, don't make it a good song. Mm-hmm. You know, I want the people, you go to our writers round tonight, or you go to Skinny's last night or uh, anything with Ray's Rowdy, you're going to hear storytelling and songs that you're like, why the hell is this not out yet? Yeah. So that's the kind of shit that I put out because everybody else that does this, they really want to wait till somebody blows up or they don't care about their story. Yeah. Like we try to get there in the beginning and everybody needs a little help in the beginning, you know? Oh yeah, hundred percent, man. And uh, there's a ton of really good artists out there. No, dude. There's a ton of great independent artists that just, man, it's, it's hard to, promotion is the hardest thing. Yeah. Um, it's harder, <laughs> I think it's harder than writing songs and it's harder than performing. It's, it's, it's almost impossible, especially if you don't have money backing you. There's, so just, there, yeah. there's not a matric to it. Like, no. You uh-uh. could put all the time and effort into a marketing campaign for somebody. They could write the best song that you've ever heard. Yep. 
And if you don't do it the right way, the right time with the right hashtag or some bullshit, nobody sees it. And it's trash that it's like that. Yeah. It is just trash. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely different now too. Yeah. So yeah, the hashtag thing. I can just see that. I'd be like, hashtag. We joke about it. I like hash browns. What? No. We joke about this all the time that, that your dad is usually one of the ones I say when I say this and George, like if social media would have been around back then, they'd have been over career over with in a day. Could you imagine the videos that would surface from like the late nights? With oh man, them? it would be insane. There'd be a lot of guns waiting at the door. Like I need to see your phone. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it would. Uh, it would not fly at all. <laughs> it was sad to me as this day and age in Nashville. I don't even know if they'd have liked your dad. I don't. I, I don't, don't know. And that's well, shitty. that voice is so golden though. Man, I tell you, I don't know. I would hope and pray they would. Now, once they once once he got a little pepper in him and he, he yeah. was he was he was irritated. Maybe then, yeah, it might have been over. But yeah, um, but boy, you know, and and man, yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, anyway, um, well, dude, I appreciate you coming to hang out with us today and everything, sure, and best of luck to you with the stuff you got going forward. Yeah, sure. And uh, if you want to write a song, you want to hang out some more, you're more than welcome. Uh, Sounds good. <laughs> so, man, I appreciate it. And, uh, boys, thank y'all for uh, hanging out for a little bit. But you want to drop your social media stuff real fast before we get off here? Do yeah, you, sure. Um, that way they can go look you up and find you. Yeah, yeah, just uh, John Paycheck, J-O-H-N, johnpaycheck.com. Uh, that's that's the website. And then you can find me on Instagram and on, on uh, all, all the social media fronts. Um, and, of course, Spotify. Just, just looking for John Paycheck. Sometimes when you search for me, you got to put it in the quotes because you'll just come up with all dad stuff. Yeah. But I'm, I'm starting to outpace him a little bit now only because of the way the algorithms work. Yeah. So you can actually find me. But, yeah, yep, that's that's pretty much it. Well, cool. Well, you boys got anything I want to say to him before we get off here? No? Okay, good. He's all right. <laughs> Carter confused me. All right, well, man, I appreciate it. And thank each and every one of you all for listening to the Josh Terry Podcast. We will holler at you later. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.